Oh shit! Twenty. Fuck yeah! Let's go. Oh, it's just so like fancy. Yeah, you're actually the first person to come with the full setup. Oh really? Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. I'm nervous. Really? I wasn't nervous. Now I'm nervous. Sorry. I'm usually nervous too, but I'm always fine. Like, once we get started, you get into like a flow. And it's it like, feels just so a... like formal. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I've never, it. like, I've never been in an office like had an office job or anything. So this is like this is like the closest you've got. Fancy as it gets to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, it's just like all flow. I don't want it to feel like an interview shit. Yeah, That's kind of gross. Like, yeah, we don't. Did you finish Alchemist? Almost. Oh my god! You know, I was at Cronulla. And I just saw this girl like sit right in front of me reading The Alchemist and I was like, I want to chuck a rock at her and just be like, oh my god, that book is so good. And then I went up into the water and I realised it was you and then I got embarrassed. Oh, what? Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. Why did you say hi? I know, that's what I was like, did you say hi? She's coming on soon. And I was like, no, I got scared. (laughs) Oh my god. I was like, if it's a random person, I would have chucked something at her and be like, it's such a good book. And then I realised it was you and I'm like, uh. The Alchemist was like the the first book I read in a long time and I finished it in like 24 hours. I fucking loved it. Oh my god. So good. It's good. I just, I read it right before bed so I like, I start reading the Hyamtai now. Yeah, that's me too. I'm reading like the continue one. I think, what is it, the second book after that? No, it's his first book. That's his first first book. book. Apparently his other book's really good too. Yeah, I'm like, what, I'm only like 50 pages in. I'm just like. The pilgrimage, that's what it's called. Yeah, I'm being so lazy with it. I sleep, I do it before bed too, but I barely got through it right now. You know who's really good? Um, Have you heard of Joe Dispenza, the author? No, I haven't He does You Were the Placebo and Breaking the Habit. Oh, I've seen you post that. I've seen you post that. Sorry, pull that bit closer. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I've seen you post that, actually, but... About the... What's it called? Um, You Are the Placebo. It's crazy. It's, like, all psychological. Like, he was... What was he? He's, like, a triathlon runner or something. Oh, yeah, okay. Athlete. And then he got hit by a car during one of his races. And then he was, like like paralyzed like they told him if you don't get the surgery you're never gonna walk again whatever and he's like no nah, i'm not gonna get the surgery and mm. he killed himself through placebo really yeah i thought placebo was just like when you take the pill someone says it's this that's that's like the concept of yeah. placebo like okay. it's pretty much your brain and like you create everything mm, okay Good read. Good read. Yeah, I need to actually finish this book so I can get through other ones. I have yeah. so many, like, I need to read. And I have, like, a whole list of my yeah, books. I'm going to buy the book. I know. <laughs> I bought, like, three in a row. I'm still up to, like, my second one. I'm like, Horror. bro, hurry up, man. Oh, my God. So, I was actually, yesterday, I went and saw Shane and Nick, and I was with this sister. Chanel? Yeah, yeah. I trained Chanel. Yeah, I didn't even know. She's like, oh, my God, I'm going to train soon. You know, Paige Simmons. I was going to reply to you, so I'm like, tell Chanel, make sure she's not eating fries. And I was like, no, I'm not going to eat that bitch. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Chanel. We actually went and ate burgers yesterday. That's what I saw her. And she's like, oh. I know. I know. She's eating burgers. Or... Yeah. But she told me that um, <laughs> she's like, we're eating the burgers, and she's like, oh, my God, I need to put this into this app. Like so an Paige... Yeah, I was like, oh, what, what is it? And then she was she's explaining. She's tracking her meals for me. Yeah, I know. So well. I think that was like a full-on process. So first, how many clients do you think you have? And like with the My Fitness Power, what's the whole process of when you do get the clients and so on? So uh, I probably see. I don't know about how many clients I have because I see some a couple times a week, but I mm. probably see around twenty-five, thirty a week. Damn! Holy yeah. shit! And what? An hour or two each. Yeah, an hour, some do two, some do three. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty full on, but it's good. And like my fitness power thing is like, not all my clients are up to that stage, but if they can show me that they're committed to the training side of things, it's like, right, well, we're kind of ready to take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. First, I just start by saying, right, I just want you to track everything you're eating for me for a week. And 
if they can show me that they're dedicated and they can track me for a whole week, it's like I know that they're going to be able to stick to something consistently. So, yeah, yeah, it's good for them to have for their own knowledge, but then it helps me to kind of like get to know their personality and like mm. are they able to stay consistent? Are they like in like in it for the right reasons? Yeah. They have like strict goals, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, because I think consistency is, so, is like the main thing for everyone. I feel like yeah. everyone, even if like first-time trainer, you have like a solid like first three weeks of motivation you wake up like yeah i got this in the bag blah 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 but then once the three weeks pass well that's for me once yeah. the three weeks pass you really got to get past that plateau of like the oh should i do it today i'm so tired blah blah because blah. Oh, that's why i think yeah, yeah exactly what do you think what's your like um do you have any techniques on like how you get through those times because obviously you've been training what every, no i wouldn't say every day how many times a week six days five hmm. yeah to me, it's like not even motivation. It's like if if it was up to motivation, I wouldn't be there. Half the people that are there every single day wouldn't be there. So yeah. it's like it's like brushing your teeth. You know, if you mm. do it every single day, it becomes a habit. If you go one day without brushing your teeth, you're like, what's wrong with me? I need to brush my teeth. Yeah, that's what it feels like to train. It's not about motivation. It's just about being disciplined and just make it a routine, really. Because I guarantee the people that are there at like four or five a.m. before work don't want to be there. They want to be in bed. Yeah, of course. It's just routine, so... Yeah, it's, uh, and I feel like that's also a main thing, too. Just, like, getting into the routine. And the main thing is obviously sticking to the routine. Yeah, sticking to it. That's Because getting lazy is so easy. And I told Rachel, like, it's so addictive to be lazy. Head. 100%. Yeah. I feel like, especially now, coming out of lockdown, everyone's just so used to staying home, like, mm. staying in their bubbles. Like, I don't know. The world mm. we live in just makes it so easy to be lazy. Yeah, yeah I know. Really everything. got it in know, my bro. head. The last week, I've been trying to eat better. And, like, I've been working out. The only reason I'm not going to say is I have a headache. But now I don't know if it's a good enough excuse. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because I'm still... tomorrow. Because <laughs> my... I, I try, I'm trying to stay consistent as I can. I train, like, four or five times a week. And I was telling Rachel my technique with it is, obviously... I work nine to five, just a standard nine to five job. I do real estate, property management. And then when I get home, obviously I'm going to train in the afternoon. I don't go to the gym. I either train Litz Boxing, shout out, or um, I just train in the gym. I got a full setup at home. And like my consistency technique is like, I just have to like, I'm on the way home and the thoughts always come through your head. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I could go just yeah. go home and just watch a movie. I want to watch a show. But I like, I let the thoughts come in and I'm like, oh, there it is. There's the thoughts. And then it's like, all right, just like shove them away. I kind of even try to count how many times it comes into your head as well. Like how many times does it come into my head where oh, I want to go just sleep or just go home, pig out or get Maccas on the way. Just like those little things that like break you away from your routine. It's so easy for it to happen. And it's so easy 100%. to just like fall and into your comfort zone. we all have those self-sabotage tendencies as well. Yeah. Like everyone, even the fittest people that you've seen, like they're probably on their way to the gym sometimes like, oh, maybe we should just go home and sleep. Like mm. everyone's got it to a degree. Yeah. You're just going to have that voice that's going to overpower that. Yeah, I know. And I think the main thing, well, for me is like just figuring out that that is the voice, there it is. And then it's like, all right, just shove it to the side. Because that's what I try to do, just shove it to the side, shove it to the side. And 100%, sometimes there's days where it wins, but it's rare. Like, out of 10 days, maybe on the ninth day, I'll be like, ugh. But lately, I've been going strong. Love so, that. Go Hayes. I know. So, even in lockdown, how was it like for you? For me, I was actually stuck at home, like, with real estate. Most people working from home. I couldn't work from home. So, lockdown was, like, good and bad for me. I was, it was annoying just being stuck at home because it was so mentally draining. But I got into, like, a perfect routine where I'd wake up. Um, train for like an hour, hour and a half and then get in, have breakfast and then just had, I had things set up 
for a routine? What did you, how was your, it for you? Like the start the was really hard. Like last yeah. lockdown, I hustled. I had a home gym. Like my clients were coming to mine and it was really good. I remember that actually, yeah. I sold my home gym like two months before lockdown. And then oh lockdown hit and I was like, oh my God. I wasn't even in Sydney when it happened. I was in Queensland. So I took Oh, I remember that actually. You were fucking partying and shit too. Everyone goes into lockdown. Still oh partying. my God. It was so sad coming back into lockdown. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's only two weeks. Like it'll be fine. So... I didn't pick up clients or work, so yeah. I was like, it's just two weeks, and then there's like one more week, so I was like, yeah, I'll wait. And, like, and then there were like two more weeks, and I was like, okay, I have to do something. I'm starting to feel stressed out now, and then, yeah, yeah so I just bought equipment, got some dumbbells off my friends who weren't using them and stuff, so because lockdown was like much tougher this time, I didn't have the opportunity to have clients come over, so... We had that stupid 10 kilometer rule, so it was just. Ah, like, that was such bullshit as well, and then they showed yeah. it to five when I was I know, so I was like, well. Was like, Bro, what's the I just hit up all my clients that were around me, and I was like offering sessions outdoors, like this park, this park, this park, and they were just like, yeah, I'm keen, like I'm doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. For, for my clients, like, I couldn't believe it. It was just like them getting out of the house to train with me for 45 minutes a day was like the highlight of their day, they would say. And I'm yeah. like, that's so crazy. Yeah, that, like, lockdown did that to people. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Lockdown, it was definitely a blessing in some... Obviously, for some people, it was the worst. But, like, fucking hell. Yeah. It would have been so hard, especially being stuck at home. Some people struggle to find motivation to train at home. Exactly. So it it's hard, 100%. Especially yeah. when you can't, like, go see your mates and train with them. It's yeah. like, you just have to motivate yourself to train. Yeah, you have a whole routine set up already, and then the routine's gone. You have to find yeah. a new one and stuff. Exactly. But I'm lucky with my job, I was able to adapt and still able to train my clients. Like, I know PTs and just people who just stopped work altogether. And I'm like, how do you just go from, like, work full-time to absolutely nothing? That would drive me crazy. Yeah, no. Honestly, it did. For me, the first two weeks, that was the same thing. first two weeks, I was like, okay, it's only two weeks. I'll be fine. The first three days, I was like, oh, this is all right. I have a break and shit. And then I think I messaged you actually. I was like, oh yeah, when this lockdown's over, like we're yeah, doing podcasts. Yeah, like the start of lockdown. Is at the start of the <laughs> second lockdown, and you, and I was like, oh yeah, there's only like two more weeks, so maybe when it's done, and you're like, yeah, it's probably gonna get extended. I was like, no way, don't yeah, say yeah, that. that. <laughs> and when it did get extended, honestly, I had like for ten minutes, I was just freaking out, like, what the fuck? Oh my god, this is so fuck. Obviously, I lost my income. And then you still get the seven fifty a week, which is fine. I can survive on it, but I prefer. Very pre- full income. Yeah, I prefer you my full income. Working full time. Yeah, yeah, and I prefer working. Like I like my routine. My routine is just like what comforts me, and it brings me joy. Honestly, even though it's just like working a normal job and then having enough, it just like the breaking of the routine. It stressed me out. I can only imagine what everyone else Big went time. through. Some people probably went through hell, but. Yeah, it was scary times, but, you know, eventually got through it, thank God. Um, but, yeah, so PT coaching, got the jump run and everything. Yeah. I got a shirt behind there, just Love got it. Love it. So when did you figure that out? Was that all through lockdown too? Like to be started? honest, it was at the start of the year, but mm. I was just really lazy and, like, couldn't be bothered getting yeah. my merch and, like, had my food page, which I was like, I should pre- like do something else with that because I wasn't doing anything with that. Oh my god, page. I saw that. It was like the food page got converted to PT Yeah, coaching. so I was like, no, I've got a bit of a following on here. Let's just chuck my new name Yeah, you already it. got a base start. Yeah. So yeah, like that's been in the works for like pretty much the whole year. But I was mm. like, I think it's time to like get the name out there and get more exposure for it, which is good because it kind of helped me branch out a bit more online. So Yeah, and that's the main thing, especially with... All these businesses, everything is online now. Yeah. That's the best way to go out to everyone. Instagram is like yeah. the best I think app for Lockdown well. like taught me like, all right, you need to have another income. Like you can't mm. just have one income stream and rely on your face to face clients because what happens if you can't see them face to face? So 
That's what lockdown taught me. Yeah. See, lockdown, it, it was the worst and it was kind of a blessing yeah. as well. Because that was me too. I was like stuck at home and then finally I was like lockdown happened. I was like, fuck, I should get all this shit organized. Exactly. Right? It was just like downtime to just like yeah. prepare and get everything ready for like when life could resume. Yeah, I know. And you had so much time. How long were you locked down for? Three months? Three months. So wasn't it four? Was it? I swear. Bro. Probably. I don't even know. I love you. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it was like a quarter of the year or something. Bro. Or is it a third oh, of the year? So what was it, June? I think it started in June. Or July. Fuck. June. Yeah, 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 do you know what? It did start in June, but then for me, I stopped working in July because that's when they like up the lockdown rules or some yeah. shit. So it started in June. And then a month in, that's when they made... Because real estate, for me, was essential. And then a month in, I think the cases were going up. And then they changed. Remember then they changed the essential and then construction workers stopped working for like seven days and everyone started riding and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fucking dumb. Oh, my God. Fuck the COVID talk. I'm over it. I know. Oh, sorry. Bruh, I hate it. (laughs) But you have to talk about it because it was such a big thing this year. It's fucked. Yeah. But let's just go back to you, like, originally i know you've been training for ages and it was such a it's a culture in schools as well like 15 16 you're old enough to sign up to a gym how old were you when you signed up to the gym i was 15 i was like fresh 15 as soon as i turned i'm like dad take me to the gym i'm signing up yeah no, you gotta go with what your you parents and shit yeah i was like i don't know i'll just do yeah and it's it's such a like just a thing to do for kids as well that was me too 15 years old obviously i didn't get into it honestly properly to like we finished school honestly I didn't get, like, disciplined in it until, like, what? Probably, like, even 1920. But I was going since I was 15. And then Brian was always going with Chris Florio and shit, training. And I was just never in the mindset for it. When do you think it clicked in for you? So you started training at 15. When do you think it clicked in for you that, wow, I really love doing this? Obviously, the consistency after school. But when did it click in where, instead of it being a hobby, you wanted to, like, convert it to, like, a full-time job? I don't know, for me, it was like, for the first, like, two years of my training, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just going there, following my friends around and (laughs) injuring myself, like, being that embarrassing little kid in the gym, but, I don't know, I think after, like, school finished, I was like, oh, I have time now, I started going more, and, like, I started going alone, and I'd go on YouTube, I'd, like, research things, and then... I don't know, I guess I just, like, I learned a lot and then I started seeing my own progress and then other people started seeing it in me and they were, like, reaching out for tips and advice and I was like, oh, you know what, like, a lot of people are coming to me for help. I'm like, maybe I should just, like, start making money off it because I'm giving them more my free advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I started it as, like, a side thing. I didn't think I was, like, going to go anywhere with it because I was in uni. Mm. What are you studying in uni? Well, I started in architecture. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought I wanted to be an architect. <laughs> Did one sem, absolutely hated my life. Oh my so God, really? I wanted to drop out. My parents were like, no, you have to do a degree. So it was business for me. Yeah. And then it was like, I was like a, a year into my business degree. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use this degree. Like I'm fully into fitness. Yeah, which is fair enough. If you just want to do something that, what did Frankie say? You want to do something that... um Really eats you up alive. Yeah, it really eats you up alive. I love that when he said that. Um, and you want that you want to wake up and be like oh you don't want to feel like oh I'm going to work I know you know and like I mean? some of my friends told me like oh I've got to go to work tomorrow and I'm like I'm so grateful I don't have that feeling yeah. even on my really early days like this morning I had to wake up at 4.15 and mm. I was like I'm not even mad about it like as soon as I get to the gym I'm just happy yeah so and that's what you need you need something that really eats you up alive but going back to when you started the gym so as you said you know you go to the gym you injure yourself you do all that stuff that you know, when you're first going to the gym, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know yeah. what you're doing. You'd go on YouTube to um, 
try and figure out how to train, what to even train. But I probably watched all the wrong YouTube videos as well. <laughs> <laughs> all those fitness influencers, I know absolutely nothing. Oh no, that was me too. Shout out, Ziz. Where's the Ziz? <laughs> Ziz was a big inspiration for me. That's why I went to the gym. I had to do it for us, bruh. Anyway, um, yeah, for the main reason people obviously go to the gym is to get fit. But the biggest issue is that no one knows what to do. Like, you go to the gym... And you feel awkward. Like, Chanel was telling me yesterday, like, she doesn't like going... She likes going late at night because it's like she doesn't want people to see her. Yeah. Uh, and as well as that, you don't know what to do. You need that guidance. And that's why, obviously, she told me she hit you up because she just needed guidance on what to do, how to do it. And that's the main thing that people really need is just the guidance. And that's why only, like... You're pretty much one of the, what, 5-10% that went to the gym, stayed consistent even when you didn't know what the fuck you were doing and then went on YouTube and did the study yourself. A lot of people don't do that. Some people just... As I said, do the three weeks. Like, you're motivated, you sign up three weeks, like, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and you don't see the results, or you don't, you kind of feel awkward, or, you know what I mean? And you get lost. You, I feel like, with you, obviously, there's a lot of coaches out there, but you need someone that is there that can guide you. Yeah. I think, like, a big part for me is, like, I didn't have that when I started. Like, I didn't mm. have anyone I could lean to for support, and mm. someone who, like, knew what they were talking about, who I could ask, and, like get technique corrections and stuff from so it's like i want to be the coach that i wish i had when i first started so yeah i try my best to like embody that to all my clients and be there like in and out of the gym like they message me like randomly on saturday at 10 p.m hey can i have this cocktail tonight and i'm like what <laughs> okay <laughs> oh like God. it's more than just like a client relationship like we're yeah. all friends and yeah. it's just like one big like yeah i've seen cool, that as like well you have that one friend that you always travel with now what's her name uh Sharon or Sharon yeah, yeah yeah she was my client now she's one of like my best friends yeah I seen that as well I was like fuck so you actually have like this intimate relationship and obviously you need that as a coach too you need to have a intimate relationship where you message them not just at the gym it's not just the one hour that you have with them you need to like yeah. guide them outside because it's not just I feel like what is it what would you reckon it is 50% training 50% diet I feel like we're hand in hand like, equally mm, I reckon it's like 70-30 mm. 70% nutrition mm. In Which terms of getting 100%. results, but mm. in terms of creating those habits, like if you're not doing the training part, you're not going to be as inclined to hone in on your nutrition yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's the main thing, as I said, well, um, just being, just having that guidance. The guidance is like the biggest thing in training, and obviously that's why you're there. So let's go back. So you started training 15, I'd say what, maybe 17, 18, you got into it, started making, because you're still in school and you're still making all the, like, the guidance videos and stuff like that. You weren't training people just yeah, yet, but your was like, was Instagram like, was transforming. It was into, like, the, like, year 12 had finished. Yeah. Like, end of year 12, like, that year. Mm. Started getting more followers and more people recognizing me, and then, like, I'd say, like, <laughs> I'll be honest, it was after I got my nose done. <laughs> That's probably when it picked up a lot. That's because I, like, I got more confident, and I was, I was like, okay, like, I'll post more videos, because, like, I'm happy with how I look, and it might yeah, sound yeah. really, like, shallow, but... No, I just felt, I felt reason. more comfortable being in front of the camera. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll post videos. Yeah, I'll start talking videos. And then like, yeah, that's yeah. just how I grew my Instagram more. Yeah. And then from there, obviously, when was it? So you finished school and then what's the time difference between you finishing school training, obviously, and then you jump into competition? Oh my God. I was following you throughout the whole thing. Oh, I was like, oh my God. I competed. Was it yeah, two years ago? It was probably like two years out of school. I was 20. Oh, okay, yeah. I can't remember if I 
I was 20 on to 21, so I was still 20. Yeah. I was a baby, yeah. Half the girls in my lineup were like 26 and above for most of yeah, them. Yeah, no, I've seen that too. Yeah, there was I like a few other chicks that, that were like my age, a bit younger in life. We kind of like banded together because we were like the young birds, but mm. it was such a good experience. Like just meeting all the people that were a bit older and like watching them, and they'd obviously competed a few times earlier as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because the training is not all of it as well. It's obviously the training. For me, when I was training younger, the obviously, as I said, like, people my age were looking up to Ziz and stuff like that. But bodybuilding was such a big culture at school as well, and I always followed it, just the competitions as well. So when you decided to even jump in, what was the process? And how long was, like, your training? Was it eight weeks or ten weeks? You... I think my prep was... 14 weeks but mm. i had like a big off season before that mm. i decided at like oh it wasn't even that big to be honest it was probably like 20 or 22 weeks out mm. i just messaged nick one day nicola my old coach and i was just like hey kind of want to compete and he was like what when and i was <laughs> like don't you have july and he was like all right done let's do it bulks up tomorrow and i was like oh okay oh my God. yeah and i was like freaking out I'm like what did i just do like did i just commit to this yeah and then just Kind of went from there. Yeah, that's crazy. But so the fourteen week process. So it'd be how long would be the bulk and how long would be the cut? And is there anything in between that? Well, if I was more prepared, I would have had a longer bulk. So I probably mm-hmm. like was in a controlled surplus for about six to eight weeks, and then my shred was about fourteen weeks. Fucking hell. Fourteen weeks. Which yeah. honestly wasn't that long. Like I know girls that prep for like sixteen, eighteen, twenty weeks. Mm. I'm. I just dropped that really easily, I guess. Mm. And what was your diet like? Was it completely strict? Obviously, I know you posted the Rachel Dillon, you know, it doesn't matter what you eat and stuff like that. But obviously, in... Yeah, I think just like gen pop, getting lean and losing weight is completely different to comp prep. And comp prep, although it looks really nice and like, yeah, you have abs, like it's not healthy at all. So yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty restrictive. It's controlled. Like you have to stick to your macros every day. There's no room to play like... At the start of prep, yeah, I could, I could sub out, you know, my chicken and make a protein pancake. But towards the end of comp, it was like, I would Everything be licking, I would be licking every container, getting every last <laughs> drop of food out of there. Yeah. Yeah. People probably just hear this information like, oh, you're six weeks, eight weeks. But like each day would yeah. be a struggle. Yeah. Each and then I realize that you don't just do the work in the 14 weeks that you're prepping. Like yeah. you do the work in the two, three years before that building your foundations. If you don't have strong foundations, when you go through a cut, like you're not going to have the muscle there. Yeah. And I was really young. I like looking back, didn't have as much muscle as I do now. So back then compared to now, if I was to shred, like I'd have much more muscle maturity on me. So mm just depends how long you've been training like you need a good training background mm. and you had your own coach as well yep nicola yeah. shout out and gpd nice nice i actually seen him on instagram too so good. would so, you do comps again sorry yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna ask that too i don't know like i loved it i'm so glad i did it was one of the best things i've ever done in my life but i feel like my lifestyle now has changed so much <laughs> Like, maybe it's something I'll consider again, but I just remember at the time, like, it consumed a big part of my life. And I was working full-time, I was studying uni full-time, it was just very, very full-on. And I loved every bit of it, but mm. I think my lifestyle now is a bit more relaxed and mm. I'm much more career-oriented. And, yeah. like, I just want to help my clients and build my career. Like, it's yeah. kind of on the back pedal for me, but something I would consider maybe one day. Yeah. 
That's sick. And obviously, you'd have to really, really consider it because it's such a long yeah, process, 14 exactly. weeks. And if you want to extend like, it, even you have longer. to prioritize prep every single day. Like, there'd be days I couldn't work because I had to, like, do all my posing and I'd go into the city and I'd, do, I'd all this stuff to do. And it's just hard when you're trying to balance everything at once. Yeah, it's just hard work. Yeah. People, take note, bro. <laughs> Um, sorry, I just want to ask one more question with the um, competing. So what, what competition was it? Two more questions. WBFF. And when, on the week of, so obviously, I, I followed I followed a lot of bodybuilding as well, younger. Not really much anymore because I'm more of like an MMA fan. Um, but with um, the week of, do you have to like drain all the fluid out of your body? Week, yes. How is that? Oh my God. What is it like? It's I, hard. Yeah. So... I don't know if I'm just going to say it. I was on a diuretic. Everyone takes diuretics when mm. they jump on stage. So when you're finding yeah. a diuretic, pretty much like drains the water out of you. Mm. So you're pissing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you have one drop of water and you're peeing. Anyway, yeah. besides that, it was like, you know, no salt, no this, no that. My mm. calories like reduced to like fuck all basically. Yeah. I remember the day of my show, this was the worst. I had to wake up like 4am to get my hair and makeup done. Oh my god, I know this story. Go. My oh my makeup was horrible. Oh, that you, was... you saw that on Instagram. I look like the Tin Man. <laughs> Anyways, I had like the, like a handful of oats. That was my breakfast at four a.m. Oh my god. And then my I was getting on stage around like twelve one o'clock all day. The only thing I ate was like one rice cake and like oh a drop of honey on it. And I had to have, Good. because when you're on stage posing for so long, you can cramp up. So mm, Nick yeah. had me have holding the poses. salt. Yeah, I had to have salt to get oh, sodium so in the, my body so I wouldn't cramp. cramp. So Nick goes, right, you're going to have like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of salt, whatever he said. I'm like, okay, like I can wash it down with water, can't I? He's like, no water. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you what mean no water? I, I washed it down with like two drops of water and a rice cake. And, like, that was my diet until I got off because we were on stage twice. Mm. Two times? No, three times. Two bikini rounds at one evening round. So that was after my first round. And then we had a big break. My evening show was on at, like, five. So I had to eat something. I had, like, a chicken breast. Fuck, yeah. Went out for lunch with everyone. Everyone's ordering pizzas, pastas. I'm just there with, like, my one chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> that actually It was worse. so sad. And then, yeah. It's, it's tough. Barely drank water that day. Yeah, like, so, so you can understand why high. it's like, mm, I'm 50-50 to yeah, compete again. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a mental strain as well, as physical yeah. too. And I always found it interesting because uh, with MMA, they they don't do the exact same thing, but they have to like cut down to a certain weight in the week of. They water load and then they have to take it all out. And fuck, I can only yeah. imagine. And it always oh, interested yeah. me. Like, how how it's would crazy. they do it's that? Obviously not healthy. And yeah. I think a lot of people look up to bodybuilders like, wow, like I want to look like that. I'm like, that's an insult because you don't know how hard it is to look like that. Yeah. And it is not healthy to look like that either. Yeah. Fuck, I've always um yeah, I've wanted to actually ask that for ages because it always really did interest me. But um this year became a right away girl too. She did. She's a right away girl. I remember seeing all the posts during and I'm like, lockdown. Damn. It was during lockdown. It was in, I was having like a funk and I was like talking to my friend Jordan one day and I was like, I just don't know what to do anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm training my clients. I'm like, I'm going online. I'm like, but you know, like extra revenue sources and like more group growth really. Mm. And he was like, why don't you just reach out to brands? And I was like, 
I mean, it also shows how good the food is if you're like, even if they stop sponsoring me, I'm still going to buy it because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and like, if it was, like, that's a pretty if it was shit, I, I can't fake it. Like, it's yeah. food. I eat it every day. Like, if mm. it was shit, I would just cook my own, but have not eaten my own food for a long time. Oh, really? Fuck yeah. Everyone, food for fitness, I might suss them out too, honestly. Sometimes I get lazy. I haven't cooked in a long time as well, so. Actually, I, for the first time, I forgot to order my meals last week. Well, my car I was full. That. And I just forgot to click check out. I don't know what was wrong with me. Didn't click check out. Sunday, 5 p.m. comes. I'm like, where are my meals? And I log into the website and my car's just sitting there. Like, you're fucking kidding me. Oh, my God. You have to wait a full week as well. Well, I could have ordered by Sunday night and gotten them on Wednesday. But, oh, right, okay. I don't know, I just have a thing where I like getting my meals on Sunday. So, I was like... Yeah, it kind of would ruin the routine as yeah, well. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just cook this week. And it was the worst thing I've ever done. So, <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Oh, my God. Fucking hell, food for fitness, elite subs right away. What's next? Can't. What is next? I'd love to be sponsored by Sugar Daddy next. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Oh my god. Honestly, that would be the best. <laughs> Who doesn't want a Sugar Daddy boy? I Come know. Are you training anyone today? Um, I've just finished. I've clocked off for the day. Oh, really? This is an early mark for me. Fuck yeah. Well, we so, started at 4 a.m., so you'd hope so. 5 a.m., so, you know. <laughs> Shit. Take notes, read. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been doing very well recently. I only started going back to the gym. And, unpopular opinion, I love lockdown. Because <laughs> I am super lazy. I'm a massive slob. Yeah. So, I was pretty happy sitting in my bed doing nothing. And I was pretty much like, as soon as it's over, I'm going to start going back to the gym. And then it was finally over, and I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing as well, the three weeks you're good, and then you always go. For know. me, it's not even that. It's like trying to get through the first week. And if I can get through the first week, I'm pretty good from there. But yeah. if I can't get through the first week, I'm not going back for another three months, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. So I've been trying to pump it. Hate it really got in my head. Yeah. Well, the gym's not for everyone. Like, you don't have to be at the gym to see results and to make yeah. changes. Like, any kind of exercise is great, really. Mm. I've been starting to go at 45. My goal is mainly, like, I don't want to get skinny or anything. I just want to feel stronger. Yeah. Because I am weak as fuck. Like, going to the gym. I go at 45 now, and it's so embarrassing because I'm using, like, the two kilo ones, and I'm doing these ones, and yeah. I'm, like, struggling. And the gym chick comes up to me, she's like, you want a heavier one? I'm like, I'm, I'm good <laughs> for now. Yesterday, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you start somewhere. Yeah, I'm like, 100%. I'll be fine for now. And there's like these eight kilo dumbbells that you have to use. I'm like, is there anything lighter? I can't do this right now. But yeah. Yeah. The main thing is just consistency. Yeah. That's how I feel, honestly. For me, anyways, it's different for everyone. Just not eating shit, basically. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I think that's the main thing for me, just not eating shit. Yeah. Because then you get into a spiral. Like, you have a bad meal. You're like, oh, like, I've had one bad meal today. It's just tomorrow. Yeah. I'll start again tomorrow and you just keep eating bad, feeling worse. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. But um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come on. It was my pleasure. I felt like that was really good. You also didn't do the intro at all. Sorry. I was thinking it in the middle, but it's going to say at Paige Simmerson and at PT Coaching. So Paige Simmerson, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Don't worry. Thank you for having me. First person to come with the logo. It looks professional. So professional. Thanks, guys. Logo. All logos. Yeah, fuck yeah.